0: Hey, everybody. It's Kai. This is Politics Inside Out. It's me, Andrea Seabrook in Washington, and Andrea, a special guest.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, We have Gregory Sanders here in the studio with me. He's the deputy director and uh, fellow uh, of the Defense Industrial Initiatives Group at the... Center
2: for Strategic and International Studies, a D.C.-based bipartisan think tank. Also known as CSIS, Inside the Beltway.
1: Yeah. Yep. Correct. there you go. All right. tell you. Uh, They're the guys. They are the, the guys. guys. They I mean, are the guys. The what, people. Uh, totally. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah. here's what we're going to do. We are going to talk uh, about this. Let's hit that tape. It's
2: going to be over $4 billion It's for Air Force One program. And uh, I think it's ridiculous. I think Boeing is doing a little bit of a number. We want Boeing to make a lot of money, but not that much money.
0: That statement uh, in Trump Tower this morning by the president-elect of the United States, of course, came after this tweet, which landed early this morning. Here it is. Boeing is building a brand new 747 Air Force One for future presidents, but costs are out of control, more than $4 billion. Cancel order! Exclamation point. So, uh, first of all, what?
1: Right. So here, like a little backstory.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's the heart the heart of dorkness. <laughs> the heart of uh, dorkness. That's pretty yeah, good, thank man. That's you. almost as good thank as you very uh, much. politics on Mars. Thank I you. like that. I woke up this morning to this tweet. Oh yeah. Uh this you know I I have finally gone in and just set my um my Twitter profile to ping me audibly, oh, annoyingly, no. obnoxiously do whenever well listen, he's yeah, the no, president to be of the United States. Like and it used to be that I would have other things ping me. Well, now it's his Twitter feed, okay? No, exactly. So that's what woke me up this morning and I was like, "Huh?" Yeah. And I thought, you know, OK, OK, I got to call someone who knows a lot more than I do. And so I called that, that Gregory, is why
0: Gregory Sanders is with us. So, Gregory, let me ask you yes. this. Um, Go ahead. So much as we saw uh, plain old American industrial manufacturing policy being made by tweet last week with the carrier thing. Are we now seeing military industrial policy being made by tweet with Boeing, which we should say is a major aerospace company, obviously Air Force
2: One, but so much else in this economy? possible. That said, we do have a signed Boeing contract. It's only for $170 million, not for $4 billion. K- Key point, we key have a, point, key fact.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: We have a project that is starting up, and about uh, three-quarters of that is for research and development. You know, it's a very fancy plane we're talking about. But to get <laughs> to your question, um, ultimately, we have seen cancellations. It tends to come from um, the Secretary of Defense, yeah. Robert Gates canceled a good number of programs, he canceled the presidential helicopter. But these were, by and large, programs that already had experienced significant overruns. The $4 billion is in line with the estimates at the start.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, this is not a program that is—this is a relatively early-in-its-life program. And one of the things the Obama administration is really focused on is getting cost estimates accurate. Hmm. And they've had a fair amount of success there. What Congress now wants is more innovation. They want to focus more on getting better things, not necessarily keeping cost growth from coming. Yeah. So could the president be saying we're going to shift suddenly to really focusing on cost? We're going to get a, you know, more a cheaper, a lower market Air Force One. Yeah, but Theoretically possible, on, but, but, but there's there's be, no there is no. The no, no I go. There is
0: no right. other company in America that's going to be able to make this plane. First of all, right? No,
1: because you well, and you can't have anyone outside. That's America
0: exactly make this plane. right. Right. So what are we going right? to do? Are we going to send him up on a
2: freaking Cessna? <laughs> <laughs> you could put him. I mean, I've seen that. There's looking at doing a different Boeing plane. But it's a little smaller, but that doesn't have the engine capacity. It right. doesn't have a runway presence, which is. Yeah. I think something that the President neck probably cares a lot about. Mm-hmm. But the real money is ultimately in the system, right. not the plane itself, anyways. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, also, uh, so
1: okay. Have any of you I'm sorry, I'm gonna go ahead, pull up go I'm gonna pull a like oh I'm so important. Have any of you actually flown an Air Force One?
0: No, have you? Oh, uh, you know, I what, have if, flown an Air if, Force if, One.
1: If you, Thank yeah. you. Great. Really?
0: And, and and what was it like? It was a nice first <laughs> class seat probably. Nice first well, okay, class first seat Okay, first of probably, all,
1: right. they do not let the press out of the like right. little press cabin in the back. Okay? Right. I've never been up the front. Front stairs. Right. I've only been up the back stairs, right? But, st- said, but still
0: it's cool, right? You're walking it, out on the tarmac really cool, and it's this giant right? blue plane and yeah. And,
1: and not only that, and let's all remember that Kai Rizdahl is a navy pilot. Yeah, yeah. Uh by by uh early Prior career. So he he might he might have a thing for planes. I, I might. So um so it it is really cool. And here's what you hear. Okay, I have no idea how true any of this is, but you you hear when you ride on Air Force One from people. First of all, it's staffed by uh, not by flight attendants, but by Air Force, Air Force officers. stewards, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is this is a sweet assignment. So you don't get it if you're not good. Second of all, you hear that that Air Force One is able to do all these like almost like smoke or run well, so, so little think, pieces of th- lead th- out th- the th- back think, think so that if a this missile a minute, right? came that's, that's and exactly bar, right That's
0: exactly right. right. The, the objective of this airplane is like threefold. One is transportation for the president. The other one is, and this goes back to since the movie Jackie is in the news, the, the other one is presence uh, of the chief executive of the United States domestically Mr. and internationally, here right? Because mm-hmm. you want yep. that big, blue, beautiful plane, which Jackie Onassis des- Kennedy designed the the colors for. Um, ah. You want that plane Smart on their own. But then also it's safety and communication in the flying White House. And I don't understand in the grand scheme of budgeting, $4 billion for two planes, is not a whole lot of money
1: let's not forget that lbj was uh sworn in as president on air force one That is true. let's not forget that a lot of the communications on 9 11 after yeah. the president was reading my Better pet point. goat yeah uh happened on air force one i mean you can't this is not something you mess around with um at least that's how most people who know let me Turn it over to the guy yeah. who knows. But yeah, the, no, most seriously. people who yeah, yeah, you don't you don't mess around with it, right? Right. It's, and it's, it's, beyond
2: it's, even, you know, what we just discussed, it also has to be the mobile command center, potentially during a nuclear war. Oh yeah. Right. You know, yeah. that it needs to be able to, you know, be a key military communication point. It needs to be able to, you know, as was already mentioned with the Shafe, you know, it needs to have self defense measures against missiles. It needs to have a wide variety of other things. Now, it could be, you know, maybe some of the systems on it are You know, a little more of a margin than we necessarily need. But without saying, oh, I can actually deal without this system, there's no way you're going to really get that cost down. You're buying a top of the line, literally best in the world system for the president to be able to command a war from air and refuel in air if need be. You know, if some of that's not important to you, okay. But that's, there's a reason it costs four billion dollars. We also need to talk there about it is. the time. No, it, that's no, it's, the t- line. T- it's totally that's true. Right. There is a reason, it, a cost reason
1: it costs four billion dollars. That, no. That's
0: totally right. true. Okay. We also need to talk about the timing of this tweet, which came 22 minutes, and I can't believe we're having to have this conversation. 22 minutes after a story appeared in the Chicago Tribune, in which Boeing's CEO said unkind things about the president-elect's trade policy, and one can imagine a scenario where some aide in Trump Tower saw it and went and told the boss, and the boss said, hmm, let me tweet out something that's going to make everybody go, oh, look over there, squirrel. You know? Oh, squirrel, squirrel. And and it's Yeah, I I agree with
1: you. I can't believe we're having this conversation. Right. This gets back to my... um, you know somewhat bold and I'm, I'm' i'm I don't know if I'm going to be embarrassed by it or whatever, but prognostication that the that the pres- the tweeter in chief as yep. I called him this yep. morning will change his uh tweeting ways uh, uh his yeah. his Twitter ways a uh, one week one week after becoming actual president of the United States now, like I said, I... bold, I may be embarrassed, but like
0: Look, you saw Dick Cheney. The, the other, you saw Dick Cheney the other, say the other day about the press practices of the new incoming Trump administration. They don't need you guys talking to and about the press, right? He tweets out one uh, thing, and the entire universe is talking about this.
1: Unless, unless people care that there's a reason, Air Force One. Or two Air Force Ones, frankly, cost Cost four billion billion. dollars. And most people care about you know something other than you know rhetoric. So let's
0: so let's go to really quickly because I want to touch on Rex Tillerson, uh, with whom the president elect is meeting today. But do we think Trump voters care uh, about him saying four billion dollars is too much for two airplanes? Because it it it's a decent argument, right? Four billion dollars is a lot. no,
1: they totally care. You think? I mean, what they're looking at? Well, right, They,
0: they think it's too much, and and get your government hands off my airplanes, right?
1: Right. And let me let me say, um, Greg, Greg Sanders, I mean, you said something to me on the phone, which I found fascinating, which was like your response as somebody who studies Mm -hmm. military acquisitions Mm -hmm. and defense contracts and so on. What's weird about this to you?
2: So one of the basic weird things is we do have a signed contract going back and really renegotiating things after their contracts, you know. You can tweet what you want, but there are real costs to that. Hmm. When you put in change orders, when you cancel things, the companies have provisions that if you try to back out of a deal or not pay what you promised to pay, you know there are real fiscal consequences for the government for that.
1: Hmm. Like what? More money. So termination. The, con- the consequences fees, yeah, are money. money. Yeah. yeah,
2: directly. You bet. Um, that in general, you know, once you. We're still in RDT&E, so it's a little easier at this point. We're still Research, in Research, development,
0: test, and evaluation.
1: You guys, sorry. Oh.
2: thank you. <sighs> sorry. Um, so it is still it is easier <laughs> than you know a project further along. But when you cancel, and you, this would not be canceling for cause. There's nothing you can point to to say Boeing has not performed here. So if you cancel in a case like this, you are the government will owe Boeing a fair amount of money. Uh, and, and get no plane backing out of the contract exactly and and, and so
1: the, so for, so for, you're just backing up i mean you won't say, i won't make you say it but like it pack, backs up the idea that this is purely political land yep. there's no there there yep. if the guy wanted to save money he wouldn't he wouldn't have tweeted it in the first place
0: also not for nothing about that carrier deal by the way can i just say it's not 1100 jobs Please. it's 743 jobs that he saved
1: how but did that change? Yeah,
0: so some folks on the ground in Indianapolis did some reporting, came out this morning. But anyway, all right, real quick, because I got to go and I got another thing I got to do. Rex Tillerson okay. is meeting, he's the CEO of ExxonMobil, um, a global energy company, meeting with uh, the president elect of the United States to talk about the Secretary of State job. Connect those dots for me, please. Andrea Seabrook, ready, go.
1: Tillerson is the head of ExxonMobil yep. International. This is a man who, uh, and he's been at ExxonMobil International for. I don't know what 30 years. I yeah, don't have like the exact number for me. It's yeah. like forever. Right, right. He's 64 years old. He's a Texas oil man. He like he's a staunch conservative. He's everything that Trump wants in a international representative and brings up big questions about what the heck the Secretary of State right. actually does and should do and why and is really are we really going to make the Secretary of State the sort of like uh trade representative of oil basically i mean is that is that what we're doing what about israel what about syria what about south america i mean granted all those things have oil in them but they're not those the the diplomatic relations are not necessarily best navigated with a basis in oil commerce
0: yep no, absolutely. Right? No, totally. Is that okay? And yeah, no, it was good. It was good. And we're going to see what happens with that one because uh, my guess is that he's not the last one through the door. I'm going to see, I'm going to say that John, right. John Huntsman's going to come through the door in the next like 36, 72 oh, hours, former, fun. former GOP candidate for president and uh-huh. Obama's ambassador to China and governor of Utah. I mean, he's had a bunch of smart jobs. guy, smart guy and, and really a non objectionable choice, right? About as mainstream Republican as you can get experienced globally. And if you have a crisis relating to Taiwan,
2: right. you <laughs> will speak to it. Now, why right would we have a crisis right. related to Taiwan? Right. All
0: right. That was Gregory Sanders from uh, CSIS, the Center for Strategic International Studies in Washington, D.C., talking to us about um, really expensive airplanes. Andrea Seabrook uh, and me. We got to go. Bye. Bye. This is APM.